Here we go. Final seconds. Clutch is his name. Talking sports is his game. End zone. Touchdown with no time left. Pushing the limits. They win on the last play of the ball game. There are no limits. Are you kidding? Who can you count on to make the last throw or shot? Wow, and the game is over. Mikey Clutch. This is the final play. Unbelievable. We are back. We are back. Welcome in to the final play with Mikey Clutch. And joined again by the Blitz Packages, Justin Matthews, bringing it to you a Saturday. College football Saturday, breaking down Sunday's games. We'll get you that debt-free pick three at the end of the show. We're going to have uh, a breakdown of each game. Well, we're just going to have our picks for each each entire game. We'll give you our three favorite games for the week. And then, you know, let's get into that Thursday night football, that, that, that recap of Thursday night football between the Browns and the Steelers, the Browns, Jacoby Brissett, really just shredding the Pittsburgh defense. You know, their secondary has a lot of question marks. Um, I I thought they'd at least played decent, a little more decently um, uh, against the Browns, which obviously that end of the game fumble for a touchdown made it look like it wasn't that close. But that's the thing, right? Mitch Trubisky, the quarterback, they they don't really move the ball well there in Pittsburgh. Najee Harris – I was texting you during the game. Uh, he just he cuts too much for me. He, he's just got to run downhill. He was getting yards when he just runs straight forward, uh, and they, they just moved the ball better like that. And, yeah, like Pickens had his moment, his first career highlight moment in, in his third game. Um, but what, what did you take away from Thursday Night Football? Um, a couple of takeaways I had was, um, well, I guess, you know, shout out to Cleveland for, um, I guess, kind of keeping the ship steady. I mean, um, what we have seen of Jacoby Brissett hasn't necessarily been uh, the most positive. I didn't have uh, much expectations for him. Um, He actually had a really good game. He had a really good game coming off of a short week uh, with that loss to the Jets. So that was, uh, um, you know, it was just nice to see them finally turn it around. Um, Him getting the ball to Amari Cooper, that's another big takeaway I had. Um, Amari Cooper has been great. So far, um, I think he had another hundred yard game. So, I mean, just I, I, I'm surprised at how good he's been utilized. Um, the running backs did their job. Uh, Kareem Hunt, very dependable in uh, key moments, and uh, they just they just looked really really good on uh, offense. I think initially we thought maybe this defense would carry them through this uh, Deshaun Watson kind of stretch, uh, you know, for, for these for these couple of games, but um, the offense is just really surprising. As far as um how good Jacoby Brissett looked last night, um how he was able to utilize Amari Cooper and of course the running game just being the running game. So I mean just you know, good team win, short week, and um it was exciting to see. It was, yeah. it was a pretty nice football game. Uh, to add to your Amari Cooper point, you know, two two straight games with over a hundred yards, first Browns receiver to do that since t- two thousand twelve with Josh Gordon. Um this is I, this is what I knew what was gonna happen when Amari came over uh, from Dallas. He, he's a chain mover. I, I've said this before. He, he he gets you first downs in critical moments, and he he's a a number one receiver who can create separation, which so many teams need. And he was wide open on a lot of plays. And yep. there was that one where he ran out of bounds and came back in. 
Um, but you know, he, he he's he's a sure-handed guy for the most part, and he just gets you yards. And this is what uh, you know I expected Dallas to miss in Amari Cooper, not having that security blanket to yep. go to when when you need to get a first down or you know get yards in a crucial moments. He steps up, and you just see his impact already. And imagine once Deshaun Watson gets in there and what that offense is going to look like. And Joku, he had a great game, too. I believe he went over 100 yards. He had, like, nine catches in that touchdown. Nick Chubb over 100 yards rushing and touchdown. Uh, that offense looked really good against the Pittsburgh defense, which I had higher hopes. But uh, when Mitch Trubisky doesn't move the ball, Cleveland Browns are going to get the ball a lot and in some solid field position. And I, I think it's time for Pickett. I know Mike Tomlin says he, he wants to ease him in and – take his time with, with, you know, Trubisky, but I mean, this offense just looks so dead. I know he was throwing the ball downfield a little more. We saw that great grab uh, that everybody's trying to compare it to Odell Beckham, which yeah, comparable as in the extension, but I don't think it's a better grab than OBJ's. OBJ, no, no. He caught it with three fingers and he, he caught it for a touchdown. It, it was just ridiculous, but I'm not taking any way, anything away from Pickett's catch. That was Pickens catch. It was amazing. It, it was a great catch on the sideline. But, yeah, the Steelers, it, it, if Tomlin wants to continue this streak of non-losing seasons, he's got to make a change and put the kid in there. Trubisky has shown you he's not the guy. I, you know, if the, that's why I'm saying if the locker room goes to Tomlin and enough of them do, especially some of those captains, if they can go to Tomlin and like, listen, we, we want to we want the kid in there. We, we think we have a better shot. You, you got to listen to your locker room because the Steelers offense, it just it does not look good at all this year. You know, the, other than, you know, even week one against the Bengals. Yeah, they got the win. But I mean, there, there were so many opportunities for them to lose that game because they let the Bengals back in because you can't move the ball with Trubisky. And I honestly thought the second uh, the backup running back was it Warren? He was getting some good yards. He was when, when he got in there and um, couple big runs. Yeah, J, 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 he had seven and a half yards per carry. He, he looked good. He only had four carries. I I thought he outperformed Najee Harris as far as uh, a, a rushing standpoint. Um, but Najee obviously gives you that pass game. But the thing with Warren, he was worrying me. I think he he had a fumble, uh, but they recovered it. Uh, no, he. Actually, Najee lost the fumble, but Jalen Warren fumbled too, but um, they were able to fall on it. And uh, that's the only thing. He didn't look like he secured the ball well while he was running in there, but he was getting chunk yards. And I think that's a nice, you know, second option for the Steelers. But, yeah, the Browns looking good. They they could be 3-0 and if they put away the Jets last week. And this is what we – this is what we predicted that they needed to do is get to at least a five, six, six and five start, you know, seven and four start and have a winning record by the time Deshaun gets in there. Although I do think Deshaun's going to be really rusty and he might not look as good as Brissett does by the time he gets in there and where Brissett is throughout the season, just because he hasn't played football, competitive football in over two years. And we saw it in the preseason, he was missing some wide open throws. So I think it's going to take a few weeks for him to get acclimated with the offense, but like I said, you got Amari Cooper out there. You got Njoku. You got Chubb. You can run the ball and kind of ease his way back into the game plan. Yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. Um, 
that's exactly what they should do. Uh, I, I think this offense really has the opportunity to be uh, versatile with um, Deshaun Watson, especially the way that you know he can uh, move the chains with his legs and the arm that he has. So, and this was actually supposed to be. This wasn't a good weather game for throwing. I I, I actually thought it was gonna we were gonna see way more. Uh, um, well, I, I guess we did see a lot of good running back play, but. I didn't expect Amari Cooper to have 100 yards, especially with Jacoby Brissett throwing him the ball, um, and like you uh, like you mentioned earlier, uh, Ninjoku, uh, man, he wanted to be uh, traded away a few seasons ago. Like, I mean, he he looked fantastic on Thursday. So, I mean, yeah, as far as the quarterback situation, that's pretty much all I could take away from what's going on with the Steelers. Um, T.J. Watt is hurt, obviously. That had a lot to do with it, and. Yeah, man, I don't know how good Pickett is, uh, but you know, I don't know what 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 he looked like behind closed doors. But yeah, is they gonna have to make a change real soon because um, Mister, yeah, they Mitch just I don't know, Mitch is Mitch. But um, yeah, so I think it just comes down to the quarterbacks, and uh, I, I still got faith that uh, Mike T can figure it out. But with your best defensive player missing and this big question mark at the cornerback position, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. So we'll see what happens with, with the Steelers. But, uh, yeah, when Deshaun comes back, I expect the natural rust to be there. But he's still going to eventually, I think, before the end of, the, of this season for sure, I think I think he'll, he'll have it because, just like you said, they can ease him in with the run game. Got this dynamic run game, good O-line. So um, oh, one more takeaway. The Browns lost a few uh, pieces on um, defense as well. Um, I think somebody uh, forgot the guy's name. He got injured in like the pregame or something. Missed him. Um, um, the linebacker of uh, Koromora, um, Amasu, uh, for Cleveland. He got injured, you know. And um, Walker. So they, so they, so they, so they lost a few pieces on uh, defense. But we'll see how they how they bounce back. I think the defense needs more time to gel as well because they didn't. Um, I feel that they could have had a better game. I think they. The Browns should have been leaning on that that defense more so than the, than the offense, but um, we'll see what happens next week. Good uh, Thursday night win. Yeah, good Thursday night win. As, as mentioned, they're now two and one on the season, and Pittsburgh's one and two. It, crazy. I, I didn't expect Cleveland to look uh, be this good, or at least record wise, up there with Brissett, uh this early on the season. All right, moving on. We got three games each that we're looking forward to this weekend. Um, Justin. Hit me with it. What's your first game that you're you're most intrigued about? My first game, I'm going to say um, I'm gonna go with Brady, the Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers game, simply because, like I said, I think this is Brady's final year. Um, two goats. I mean, if you want to call Aaron Rodgers a goat? I, he, he's still Aaron Rodgers. You know, the one Super Bowl, whatever, we ain't got to get into that. But Brady and Rodgers, man, I mean, you know, these guys have been doing it for a long time. And it's always interesting to see two um, two great all-time quarterbacks. So hopefully it's a nice little fireworks show and, uh, you know, without Mike Evans. But, you know, still, we get to see. Hopefully it's a, it's a, it's a pretty good game. I think, I think you get these kind of historical matchups. It's always an interesting thing. So um, just off that alone, is uh, that's one of my games. Yeah, and, and unfortunately for the Bucks, you know, I think they're not going to have Godwin. Like you said, no Evans. He's suspended. Um, Julio Jones is questionable. So yeah. 
they got a lot of question marks, but luckily for them, the Green Bay rushing defense is not good. So I think Leonard Fournette's going to have a day. But again, without your receiving weapons against the secondary of the Packers, I think we're going to have a good defensive matchup uh, in that one. Uh, my, first, my first game, I'm going to go Buffalo and my at Miami. Both teams, 2-0 and in the AFC East. We saw what Josh Allen and the Bills did against the Titans on Monday night. And then we saw that crazy comeback from the Miami Dolphins uh, against the Baltimore Ravens, you know, 21 points down in the fourth quarter. Now, news that came out today, Micah Hyde, safety for the Bills, is was putting on, put on IR. Uh, Poyer was limited in practice Friday. So, you know, their two best defensive players, while Traver, I think Traver, Darius White is still out as well. So that's going to be rough uh, with the speed of the Miami Dolphins that can kind of wear you down as the game goes along. Um, their offensive line, I know Teron Armstead, he's questionable. Xavier Howard's questionable. Uh, so it, it, it's going to be interesting. It, it's going to be interesting in that game what happens. But I'm looking forward to that one. Let's see if Miami's for real. But, again, if Poyer is not out there or if he's not – you know, 100%, it's going to be hard to take anything away from this game because Bills aren't at full strength, and we know what they look like when they're almost at full strength. So I'm looking forward to that one. All right, what's your second matchup you got? Um, That was actually it, but I'm going to go to my third one. Um, I, I hope I'm not stealing this from you. San Francisco and the, um, and, the, and, the, and the Denver Broncos, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a, if, if this is one of yours, I ain't, I ain't going to – speak too much on San Francisco, I'm going to just say seeing Jimmy G back, you know, how does he handle, you know, the team basically almost giving up on him. I, I know that they signed him to another contract, but, you know, just seeing Jimmy G back out there. And then um, Russ, man, Dangerous Wilson, I, I still got a lot of faith in him. Um, I want to see him be the true leader that uh, I think Denver expects him to be. I want to see him put it together, and I want to see him make that offense great. You got your two dynamic running backs, and you still got your weapons out there. Um, I'm hearing a lot of uh, Jerry Judy is overrated these days as well, but uh, we'll see. I think I think I, that's why this is interesting to me. I want to see um, this AFC West, NFC West matchup. You know, the, those two divisions are always, I think, pretty much top tier. I know uh, the Chiefs kind of ran away with the West for a few years, but – at this point, despite uh, Seattle's shortcomings, they just need a quarterback. But you know, I, I just think it's a it's a interesting matchup. You know, you got that. I want I want to see Russ against that uh, San Fran defense. So uh, you know that with the Jimmy G thing, yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I, I like that game too. Um, like you said, let's see what Jimmy looks like full game to prepare for, and you know, and let's see what Russ looks like. He, he's He's got a great record against the Niners, especially when he obviously when he was in Seattle for all those years. Um, it, it was it, no matter how Seattle looked, they always played the Niners tough, and they always seemed to come out on top. This one's in Denver as well, um, but I, l listen, I expect a, a good close game. Obviously, you know who I'm rooting for, but yeah, I, I think it'll be a good game, and let's see if the Niners defense can step up, and hopefully, the growing pains of with Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett coaching and kind of getting the hang of things is still going to take a couple more weeks so that way we can um, kind of beat them while they're down at the moment. But yeah, I like that one, but I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars 
at the Los Angeles Chargers. Why you say it like that? Jaguars. Jaguars. <laughs> Jaguars. Jaguars. Am I saying it weird? Whatever. I'm messing with you. Go ahead. The Jacksonville Jaguars. I, listen, Trevor Lawrence has looked the best quarterback out of that draft class last year. He's looked the best for, through the first two games. He's all, yep. he, he looks good. And Christian Kirk, everybody made fun of that signing. Like, why are you overpaying for this guy? He's contributing right away. He had, a, a I think, two touchdowns last week. Um, he looked good in week one. And they shut out the Colts. I know the Colts are probably going to be one of the worst teams this year, but I, I'm really interested to see that front go up against the Chargers line because I know their line's a little banged up as well. Justin Herbert's not 100%. And that line was seven points in the beginning of the week. It dropped down to three and a half. So the Jags are plus three and a half instead of plus seven. A lot of people are were betting the Jags hard this week, but – um, I, I'm, I'm, this is going to be a fun matchup. I mean, the AFC is just loaded with quarterbacks and young quarterbacks at that guys, you know, 26, 27 and under, um, we're, we're going to get a lot of battles for years to come, but I want to see how Herbert is with that, you know, torn ligament in his ribs. And I want to see Lawrence go up against a really good defense with all that talent that, that they have, um, on the chargers defensive side of the ball. Let, let's see how he can handle the pressure and all that. And, um, I, I, I would love to see an upset by the Jags, but I'm also rooting for the Chargers this year. So uh, it, it's going to be a, a back and forth. It's just going to be a fun, entertaining game to watch. All right, give me your third game. I know I took one of yours, but you took one of mine, so we got to pick new games. Yeah, um, yeah. just to hit on that Bills, that uh, Bills and Dolphins game. Yeah, the fireworks, man, especially with uh, Micah Hyde being out. You know, good matchups on both sides. You got, um, you know, Waddle, Waddle and um, Reek going up against that good defense, and then you got Stephon Diggs and um, X. Um, you know, I, I, I cannot wait to see that one-on-one. I, I'm, I'm choosing Stephon Diggs, man. I, I think Diggs got it. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with my default home team, Chicago. I mean, I'm, I know I'm going to watch that entire game. I know it's against the Houston Texans, but, you know, you know it always feels good to see your team, your, uh, team win. Uh, you get to go up against Lovey Smith, you know, old head coach. And, uh, you know, I just want to see us get back on track. We had a uh, kind of heartbreaking loss last night. Hate losing the last night, last week. Hate losing the Green Bay. Um, but it's okay. You know, we're going to bounce back. We got Justin Fields. I want to see him used properly, you know, whether we win or not. That's what I'm looking forward to. I want to see, you know, I, I just want more of a sample size. I want to see my quarterback be used properly. I want to see, uh, you know, just standard stuff. I want to see the right plays being called in the right key moments. I want to see um, – the team, I want to see them, uh, you know, together. I want to see them hyped. I want to see them, you know, trying to win these games. So, uh, you know, I'm not of well, I guess we'll get to our pickums later. So I ain't gonna say, but um, yeah, man, I want to see the Bears game. I want to see my team execute, and um, I want to see my young quarterback be put in a, a good situation this week. All right, and my final game, sticking in the North. I think this is gonna be a fun one: Detroit Lions at Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota coming off a short week against the Eagles where they didn't look good at all. You know, primetime Kirk Cousins shined, as he always does, and threw up a stinker. I mean, he was lo- trying to lock in on Jay Jets all, all day, and it just wasn't working. Thielen actually was looking decent for the targets that he got, but um, this is going to be fun. Listen, Minnesota, to me, they're secondary. Patrick Peterson, I, you know, I've been saying it. He's on the second back nine of his career. Like he, He's – he just has not been looking good. 
Um, and, and and also though the Detroit Lions secondary is not good either. But I, I'm looking forward. You, you got the rookie Aiden Hutchinson. He had three sacks last week um, against Washington. So I don't know. I think this is gonna be a fun matchup. I think you know Amon St. St. Brown who. St. Brown, who looked fantastic last week as well. That, that's going to be a fun receiver matchup. We're going to get on both ends. Um, and, and Jared Goff, who has been playing pretty solid, you know, playing pretty solid already this year. So let's see if Minnesota could bounce back at home uh, on that short week. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think this is going to be, in, at a, for an entertainment standpoint, one of the better games of, of the week. Real quick, um, yeah, tad bit. Um, they just uh, placed um... – uh, Taylor Lewan on um, injury reserve as well. I don't yeah. know if you, uh, if you saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him get hurt uh, against Buffalo. He went down. Yeah. Their line isn't good as it is, and that, that's going to hurt even more. That's a game I should have actually said over my uh, Bears game. Um, I would love – because I, I, I think people are down on Derrick Henry at the moment. But I, I want to see I'm, – I'm interested to see how he does without Taylor Lewan. Is he still Derrick Henry? You know, can he still get through this uh, – Raiders defense, they got good pass rushes, but up front, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I would expect him to still have a pretty good game. So I'm kind of interested to see that. And then, of course, um, on the other side of Vegas with all of those weapons, I want to see if they can, you know, torch uh, Kevin Byard in that uh, Tennessee defense. Shouldn't be that hard, but uh, honorable mention. My bad. Yeah, no, you're good. And, and we'll break it down when we get into these picks. All right. We got 15 games left for the week. Let's rapidly go through them. I'll start at the top. We got Houston at Chicago. These are two of the – so far, I mean, it's small sample size, first two weeks of the season, but two of the worst rushing defenses, uh, defenses that stop in the run so far this year. Um, does Damian Pierce get going? Do we see a heavy dose of David Montgomery? Um, I, this one I think could go either way, but I that Lovey Smith factor – I, maybe these, these guys are going to want to play for him and get a win. I, I'm going to take the Houston Texans edging out the Bears this week. You are just so disrespectful, Mikey. You know what? I hope you want to put your money where your uh, mouth is, too, because we're going to win this game. This one of the games I had circled very early on. Uh, we're coming off a loss. We're going to win this game. Trust me. Uh, Justin Fields is going to be looking amazing. And, you know, it is, it is what it is. So um, I kind of talked about it already. We're going to go with the Bears. And second game, we got Las Vegas at Tennessee. We just touched on it a little bit. Taylor Lewan, as you mentioned, on IR now. Derrick Henry hasn't been able to get going. The Vegas offense, you know, Hunter Renfro is going to be out. So maybe we're going to see a heavy dose of Devontae Adams, who only had, I think, two catches on 12 yards last week. I, I expect a huge bounce back game from him, Darren Waller. I, I'm going to take Vegas. Actually, yeah, I'm taking Vegas to win. Uh, taking Vegas to win this one. At Tennessee, I just think they're going to be able to outplay Tennessee. Completely agree with you. I think Derrick Henry still – I don't know, man. I, I got faith in Derrick Henry. I hope he has a good game. But I, I, I completely agree for all the reasons that you said. I think this Vegas offense has the opportunity to be prolific. Um, you just got – I mean, Devonta Adams, man, that's still Devonta Adams, I believe, even without Aaron Rodgers. You got that connection with him and Carr. And then, uh, like you said, I, I expect the bounce back game for uh, Waller. I think Waller is still a top three uh, kind of dynamic uh, tight end in this league. So, Vegas. Kansas City Chiefs at Indianapolis. I hope this isn't a trap game for the Kansas City Chiefs because they, hopefully they're not looking forward uh, to Tampa Bay next week already in Tampa. But going to go with the Chiefs. I think the Colts have looked 
like the worst team other than maybe Tennessee so far in this league. Um, and Derek or not Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor. Let's see if you can get going. I think that's going to be their only way, but I, I don't know if Michael Pittman Jr. is even going to be playing. So Matt Ryan's your starting quarterback. I, I think the Chiefs are going to be okay. Yeah, man. Um, like I said, I, I'm starting to get nervous. I had the Chiefs not even making the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes has looked fantastic. And like you said, man, the coaches have looked terrible. Matt Ryan has looked washed, and I don't know what happened with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, they just they just look bad, and this was definitely one of the games I had them losing. Uh, I had them losing against the Chargers. We know how close that was. No Keenan Allen, whatever. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, man. I hope I'm wrong for the sake of my prediction. But, um, yeah, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm a bad man, I'm going Chiefs this weekend as well. All right, Buffalo Bills at Miami Dolphins. Uh, we mentioned the injuries for both sides. Listen, it's very hard, prisoner of the moment, to see what the Miami Dolphins did last week. But this is Mike McDaniel's. Mike McDaniel had circled on the calendar. He wanted a true test. I know Baltimore is a good test, but this is a division opponent. Everybody's high on the on the Bills this year. Everybody's penciling them in for the Super Bowl and, and, and undefeated record in the NFL. But I think Mike McDaniel is going to have this team prepared. After what they showed last week, the fight to come back 21 down in the fourth quarter, I'm picking them to upset. The, the Buffalo Bills this week at home, just because it's at home and some key injuries in the secondary for the Bills. Um, I, I think they're going to be able to put up some points and kind of knock the Bills down to earth a little bit. I like that. I like that. Uh, I like the boldness. It's always hard to pick against a team like the Bills, especially when they hot. You know what I'm saying? So I respect that pick. Um, I think you're wrong. Uh, I think the Bills are still going to pull this out, man. Like I said, I got that that uh, one-on-one digs and uh, X matchup, I'm taking digs. I think this offense is just on a whole different level at the moment. And I think they can overcome um, what uh, Miami has defense-wise. I think, like, uh, you know, I, th I think Sean McDermott is uh, very – they in sync right now. You know, they're starting off hot. They got a goal in mind. I know that the Michael uh, Hyde thing is going to be a setback. Um, but I don't think it's going to set them back too much. I still think this defense can um, generate some offense. So, um, you know, I still I, – I, I think uh, Josh Allen is a dynamic runner. I think they, they're just going to have another good game. I'm, I'm still rolling with the Bills hot streak. Um, not to say we'll, – we'll, we'll see how they look once that second matchup with them rolls around. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I respect the pick. I respect the pick. This is one of the games you kind of look at like a uh, division rival. So I respect the pick, but I'm going to go with the Bills. All right. And we got Detroit Lions, another divisional game at Minnesota Vikings. I think Minnesota is going to win this one, but I think it's going to be close. I think Detroit's offense can be very scary against that Minnesota defense. I'll keep this one short and, and, and stick with Minnesota to bounce back after that Monday night loss. I completely agree. Coming off a loss, I think Minnesota is clearly just a better team. And uh, I think uh, I, th I think you know a good divisional matchup. I don't expect them to run away with it either, just because it's a divisional matchup, regardless of what it, where they're playing. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree. Minnesota, they come in. Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. Vegas has this one close. Uh, a field goal game in Baltimore's mm -hmm. favor. I mean, I just I don't like what I've seen from the New England offense so far this year. I don't think they're going to be able to contain Lamar and, and stop that offense, especially if J.K. Dobbins plays this week. 
but I'm, I'm going to stick with Baltimore with this one just because, again, last week, if New England doesn't get a muff punt off Pittsburgh, they're not scoring that second touchdown, uh, and, and that game's even closer. The, the, or I mean, it's three. it was a three-point game, but it, I'm saying it, it may have went in Pittsburgh's favor and they would have scored less points. I'm going with Baltimore on the road. I agree. Um, don't like what I've seen from that pet that uh, Patriots offense. I think they got it so close because you never know what Bill Belichick, man. It's always uh, which is exactly why I picked them to beat the uh, Steelers last week. Or was that the week before last? It was last week. Yep. Yeah, last week. You just never know what Bill, man. So I think that's why it's so close. Um, going off what I saw last week with Lamar and that close game against Miami. I think, as I said before, Lamar is on a mission. Um, that was a close game. Um, I'm a, I'm a rule in favor of Baltimore. I think Lamar is like I said, he on a mission and he gonna he gonna he gonna get the job done. That man trying to get paid after this season. All right, Cincinnati Bengals at New York Jets. We saw you know both teams right last week. Jets that amazing come from behind victory, and Cincinnati Bengals not being able to beat Cooper Rush and that Dallas you know that Dallas team. And listen, I I get it, Joe Burrow. That offensive line hasn't looked good, but they went up against T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons two weeks in a row. Those are probably the best two pass rushers um, from a talent standpoint in the league right now. I, I know Nick Bose is up there, um, but that, that's that's tough for your offensive line that's brand new, um, put together, and not on the same page yet. I, I think they're going to bounce back here against the Jets. It's Joe Flacco at quarterback still. Um, I, I, the secondary does – Give me a cause of concern because Garrett Wilson, I think, is going to have another good day, especially if Eli Apple's uh, playing defense on him. So um, I, I'm going to I'm going to go with the Bengals, but I think this one it, it might be a close game. I, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Man, Cincinnati going to get their first win exactly for the reason that you said. You got a new O line that's still trash. I mean, it's upgraded from last year certainly, but still still a trash O line. Um, like you said, man, they went against T.J. Watt and Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons is a Dog, um, he go. I, I think he got the defensive player of the year. He, he yeah, Michael Parsons looks uh still like Michael uh, Michael Parsons. That that kid is amazing. Um, yeah, man, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get it done. And I'm a I'm a place it solely on Joe Flacco. I'm not I'm not Joe Flacco gives me no concern. I mean, I see what you're saying about the Bills secondary, but it's Joe Flacco, man. Then it's an old Joe Flacco. You know, he ain't mobile. Uh, I'm 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 cool on it. The Bengals are a good football team with a bad offensive line, and they're still a good football team. They got those weapons. They're going to get it done against New York. And just a side note, if you would have told me through two weeks these were would be the top three yardage leaders uh, passing, Tua mm-hmm. at, in first with 739, Carson Wentz 652nd, and Joe Flacco third with 616 yards. Man, that sounds yeah. I would not – you could have probably put a million to one odds. Nobody would have bet that thing. Nobody. Um, I understand the uh, two thing wouldn't have been too crazy, but the, yeah, that Carson Winston, uh, yeah, yeah, right. man. <laughs> we, we both got the Bengals on that one. All right, Philadelphia at Washington. Washington's been putting up some points. I mean, that offense is kind of interesting. I do like their weapons. You got Samuel, Curtis Samuel, uh, Dotson, the rookie who's been shining, and obviously Scary Terry um, McLaurin. So um, I think this is going to be, be a surprisingly good game. Uh, again, division opponent. It's in Washington. I, a short week, and you put your stamp on it, beating the Minnesota Vikings. This this is on upset alert. I'm still going to take the Eagles, but this game has a potential for an upset alert. 
I completely agree. Um, <laughs> I agree, man. This is definitely an upset alert. Division game, all of that. Short week, all that. Um, I'm going to just go off, you know, Carson Wentz is a loser. I still think he's a loser. Um, you know, you're going up against Philly. You know, maybe they, that's going to get into his head. You know, Jalen Hurts, you stand down, the guy that essentially took your job. So, uh, yeah, you know, I think Carson Wentz is a loser. I think he's going to lose. I think A.J. Brown is amazing. Um, they will not be able to stop him. I'm going to say that now. I don't care if you put, uh, who is it, Willie Gay on him or uh, what's the other guy, Kendall Fuller. I don't even know if he's playing or not. Kendall Fuller, I don't care. You ain't stopping A.J. Brown. So, um, you know, I got Jalen Hurts, man. They gonna, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm, I'm real high on Philly right now. So, Hurts uh, for the win, baby. All right, New Orleans Saints at Carolina Panthers. Carolina, you know, losing their first two games by a combined five points. Um, last week, you know, the Saints didn't look too good. I'm not sure about Jameis Winston's back. You know, we it was found out before game time, four fractured vertebrae in his back. Alan Kamara wasn't playing. He's questionable. I don't know. I think, I think Carolina, I'm taking Carolina in this one. You know, McCaffrey – uh, looked decent last week. Um, I think they're going to get back on it, and, and Baker Mayfield is going to get his first win in a Carolina uniform. Yeah, man. Um, I like that. Um, like I said before, I, I know we both had the Saints getting out the NFC East, but but NFC East, the NFC. But you can see why I was I was kind of worried, man. Like I I don't know. I just they don't look exactly how I thought they would. I expected more from them. Um, I expected Jameis to actually be on a tear at the moment. I thought he was going to start off way stronger than he has. But um, I'm going to go with New Orleans, and I'm going to go with them because I do still think that they have the better roster. I just don't see any momentum for Baker and the Panthers to necessarily build off of. Still new, you know, and, um, yeah, man, I just just don't see it. I just don't see it right now for the uh, Panthers. I think they still need more time to gel and – you know, Baker, um, I think he's okay, but um, I just don't I just don't see it this week. I don't think this is the week that they turn it around and, you know, it's a division game. I just – I'm going to New Orleans. All right, that rounds out the noon game, starting with the 3 o'clock, uh, 3.05 game, Jacksonville at the Los Angeles Chargers. This is going to be close. Like I said earlier, I do think that the Chargers end up winning, even though Bur- uh, uh, Herbert isn't at 100%. But, man, if Trevor Lawrence can go out there, let's just say throws 275, two touchdowns, one pick, no picks, that's so much positivity in his direction. And I think we're finally going to get the number one overall pick that everybody thought was going to be the next Manning, the next Andrew Luck, um, you know, coming out from college into the pros. And, man, I I just – I'm loving it. The hype for me is so real on T-Law that – I think it's going to be a good game, but I got Herbert going to edge it out just because I believe in their defense a little bit more than that Jags defense. I mean, it can't have nothing to do with Doug Peterson, right? I mean, you know, the head coach that you just you just hate oh so much. I mean, I you know, so much. I, I mean, it, may, it can have absolutely nothing to do with him, you know. But uh, I think they still going to lose this game. I think I, I don't know. I just, I just feel I think the defense has a big day. I think. Um, you know, Darren James. I, I think the pass rush has has a, has a good day, particularly uh, Khalil Mack and um, Joey Bosa. I just expect a couple of sacks, and you know, I, I, I think the Chargers are, are going to 
I don't want to say a statement game, but I, 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 I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to win this game. I just feel it. Next game, we got the Los Angeles Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Both teams looking shaky the first two weeks. I mean, the Rams kept it real close with Mariota and, and the Falcons. And I, being 20 points down at half, Arizona found a way to come back against the Raiders. This is one of those toss-up games for me. I think I'm going to take Arizona at home uh, against the Rams. I don't trust their defense, but again, the Rams, their offense doesn't scare me at all. Um, I, obviously, you got Cooper Cup, but other than that, their, their offensive line hasn't looked that great. Uh, and I, I just, I think Arizona is going to kind of be able to find some ways. If, if Kyler can play backyard football, then I, I got Arizona. I can see that. Um, you know, the Cardinals always start off kind of hot. Um, even without the hop at the moment. Yeah, like you said, that uh, Kyler running around, man, last week, that was hilarious. But uh, they played a hard-fought game against Vegas, and, uh, you know, it's a divisional matchup, so that's always cause for concern. I'm going to stick with the Rams on this one. I think people were very, very high on them coming in. I wasn't as high, but I think the Rams are still the Rams. I can't see, you know, I still got Aaron Donald, man, so I think, you know, still get that pressure up front, even though Kyler can move around. Doesn't necessarily have a go-to guy. I trust the Rams' defense more than I trust uh, the weapons on that offense of uh, the Cardinals. So I'm gonna go with the Rams. All right, next game we got the Atlanta Falcons at the Seattle Seahawks. It's <clears throat> battle of the birds. So we we found out Jamal Adams is out for the season. Shelby Harris is going to be out. A lot of guys out for the Seahawks. I'm going to take Marcus Mariota and the Falcons getting their first win here. I really like the play design that Arthur Smith has been putting out there. I know Pitts hasn't been getting involved. I think maybe this is the week where we see a heavy dose of Kyle Pitts. Um, and I, I just don't – I don't – the Seattle team is going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I know Geno Smith's off to a decent start, but he really didn't look that good last week. You know, they could they should have gotten shut out if it wasn't for uh, a block field goal return for a touchdown, which shouldn't even happen because the center snapped the ball off his ass. Uh, against the Niners, but um, yeah, I, I think I, I think the Falcons are going to go on the road here and, and win uh, in, in that you know difficult place to play, Seattle. Yeah, uh, despite Seattle having the home field advantage in this one, I still I'm not I'm not falling for uh, Geno Smith. I'm, I'm just not. I think it's fool's goal. I think he is still Geno Smith. You know, um, you got some 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 pretty good weapons. But they got uh, A.J. Terrell to match up with uh, D.K. Metcalf. And I think Mariota just has – no, it ain't, it ain't better weapons. I don't know, man. I, I, I like the weapons that Atlanta has. I like Cadero Patterson out the backfield. Uh, like you said, Cal Pitts is a premier tight end in this league as well. Um, this this might be that game. Um, is Drake London playing? Yes, he is. Wasn't he uh, – did he get hurt or something? I think I heard something about that. No, he he's not on the injury list, so – he oh, he talk about a good pick in the draft, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking Madden or something. I don't know. I got the Falcons <laughs> on my uh, you know, my uh, team or something. I, I, I don't know. I thought he was – okay, anyway. Yeah, so, you know, I like the weapons that Atlanta has, so I'm, I'm going to roll with Atlanta. All right. Next game, we got America's Game of the Week, I believe is America's Game of the Week. Green Bay Packers at Tampa Bay. This one I've been going back and forth on, honestly, since since the end of last week. Uh, there's things that I don't like from the Green Bay Packers, and there's also things I don't like from Tampa. 
them missing a lot of their weapons. But yeah, I'm expecting a good day from Scotty Miller. Uh, I really am for Tampa. And I think Leonard Fournette's going to be able to chew up some ground, uh, s- some rushing yards as well. Uh, I- I'm going to take Tampa. I-, I-, I like their defense just a-, a slightly more than Green Bay's. But we'll see. If Green Bay can get pressure on Tom Brady and, and give Aaron Rodgers good field position, I think that's the key to the game. They got to be able to get the ball with at least at the 35, 40-yard line uh, for Aaron Rodgers so that way they can go down and try and score. But um, I, I think if Tampa Bay stops that running game of Green Bay and force Aaron Rodgers to throw to these young receivers, I think Tampa's going to be able to take it. Yeah, uh, the lack of deficiency on Tampa's offense is definitely cause for concern, but I like that defense. And like you said, I think they're able to contain um, Aaron Jones. And yeah, if if it's if I'm if I gotta trust that uh, Aaron Rodgers and those young young to go, um, you know I hate the Green Bay Packers anyway. This is not a biased thing, but you know I'm gonna just go with the goat. Also, I, I picked against Brady. Remember, I told you I was going back with the um, whole Brady and um, uh, New Orleans, man. And I chose New Orleans. I was, I was, I think we both chose New Orleans, and I, I didn't even switch my pick back. I stuck with it, and I feel better about going, you know, going against the goat. So I think, I think Brady figures it out. Um, yeah, I think, I think uh, Leonard Fournette is heavily utilized this Sunday, and uh, that's gonna be what it is. So let's go, Tampa. All right, let's get these last two matchups, the primetime matchups. We got San Francisco, Sunday Night Football at Denver Broncos. Kryptonite to the Niners, Russell Wilson is quarterback for the Broncos. That's not, you know, a good thing for us. But I think the Niners are going to edge out Denver at Denver. Let's see if Patrick Sertain plays. He's questionable. They already got another cornerback out. Uh, I I think the Niners are going to be able to move the ball, especially in the running game. Denver has not looked good against the run so far this year. I know they looked good last week, but Seattle stopped running the ball against them, and Seattle was averaging like five yards a pop, six yards a pop. So uh, I'm going to take the Niners. If they can get the run game going, uh, create some play action for Jimmy, leave guys wide open for him to hit, um, I got the Niners. Yeah, I got the Niners. Believe in what I see. Um, Jimmy's just a, a, a pure winner at this point. Um, I think they slide him right back in and get busy. Um, knows the playbook, knows the offense. Uh, they already got a game plan. Now I think they're just touching it up, to be honest. Uh, Russell Wilson, man, I want Russ to succeed, but I just think I, I think this is a bad matchup for him. Um, I think that defense is very uh, – y'all got a pretty good defense, man. I, 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 I trust the Niners' defense and Shanahan's play calling over a rookie Nathaniel Hackett and, you know, a limited Russell Wilson as far as these weapons. So I'm going to go with uh, – San Fran. Yeah, Mr. Limited. Um, and then final game, Monday Night Football, probably the worst matchup of the week, maybe. Uh, you got Cooper Rush going against Daniel Jones, Monday Night Football, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, and New York Giants. Uh, again, this one, how, how, how do you even pick this matchup? I'm going to go Dallas just because I like their defense more than the Giants' defense. And from what I've seen from Cooper Rush's first two starts, I like him way more than Daniel Jones. Um, I'm going to go just quick and short, sweet Dallas over New York. I'm sorry. That's the analyst, you know, the analysis that I got for you, but that's what I'm going with. Yeah. um, This is, this is hard to pick. It's a bum ball. Um, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the giants. I'm going to go with the giants. uh, Partly because you picked Dallas. No. Um, I like Brian Dable. I think 
he is still a, a I, I, I like him as a head coach. I think he's, you know, going to find his role. Um, it was kind of a, a little bit of backlash with Kenny Galladay. Maybe they find a way to utilize him, uh, you know, get him more involved. I think they still got Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is going to have a pretty good um, rushing day, I, I would assume. Not even, I ain't going to say pretty good, good enough to win. I, you know, they still got Saquon Barkley. Um, Daniel Jones is the big question mark, but he got the pieces there, man. I think if you put a pretty competent quarterback on that New York Giants team, those weapons aren't the worst weapons in the world. And I like those weapons on offense uh, for this matchup. I like it. I like them better than uh, what's going on in Dallas right now. So I'm going to go with the Giants. Uh, those are our picks for the week. And now the moment y'all been waiting for. The debt-free pick three. Let's get it going. We don't do anything illegal. Debt-free pick three. Look what I found in my pocket. Look, a year's salary right here. Is what I told them. A fun coupon. This is the debt-free pick three. On the final play. With Mikey Clutch. Debt-free pick three. We pick three games that we like based on the spread. I know that's very difficult to do. Not for Justin, though. J-Matt last week was 2-1. and one. He won with Buffalo minus 10, Green Bay minus 10, but he lost with Vegas minus 5. Me, I, maybe you don't take my advice. I went 0-3 last week. Pittsburgh loses by 3, couldn't cover the 2.5-point spread. Cincinnati loses in Dallas, shocker. And then Seattle, I wasn't expecting Jimmy G to come in. I did say Trey Lance didn't deserve to be a 9-point favorite. Um, but Jimmy G comes in and the Niners score touchdowns when he's in there. So they got blown out by the Niners and didn't cover this week. Jay, Matt, what are your three games that you like for the betters? Uh, so I'm going to go um, minus three, the Chargers. Um, why did I pick that? Who do who, who the Chargers play again? The Jaguars. The Jaguars. Yeah, I think Jaguars. like yeah. Jaguars. Yeah, I think uh I think like I said, I think the defense has a big day. So I'm banking on that. A bunch of turnovers. Um I think they're gonna make it a pretty sloppy game for Jacksonville. That's what I'm gonna go with. I just, you know, I have no you know, it's all just speculation. I just I just think I like I like the Chargers defense. At some point they gotta show up. Um we don't know what Justin Herbert is necessarily gonna look like. Uh I think he's still gonna be uh, close to himself, so, so I'm 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 roll with that. Um, you want me to just run them off or? Okay, so next I'm gonna do uh, Buffalo Bills minus five. I think the Bills are prolific. Like I said, um, obviously they've lost Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons, Micah Hyde for the season. That's unfortunate, but I still think they got a lot of firepower on offense. Um, do we know if, if uh, Gabe Davis is playing? Uh, no, he, right. He, he should be playing. Actually. I think he is going to be playing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think um, you know, like I said, the X and Stephon Diggs matchup is very big. But I think in the in the previous couple of contests, um, Stephon Diggs still had a pretty good stat line. So, I mean, at minus five and a half, that's not. I don't think that's 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 too hard to uh for the Bills to uh you know cover. Um. Then you got Cincinnati. Same thing. Minus five. Uh. Half, just right? one, Huh? I think they're minus. Actually, they're they're minus six now. Six now. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. I'm still go with that, just simply because I don't trust Joe Flacco. 
Um, I know the Bengals are coming off uh, some losses. Um, no pass rushers worry me too much. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a bad O-line regardless. But, you know, I just think this is a better suited matchup for Joe Burrow and all of those amazing offensive weapons that he has. And um, whether it's Sauce Gardner or whoever, I think Jamar Chase is still going to eat. So uh, I think you're pretty safe with that one since he minus five, minus six. So that round yours out. I'm going to start with the Texans traveling to Chicago. I'm going to take the Texans plus three. That's where it's at right now on FanDuel. Um, I think they're going to be able to run the ball on the Bears defense. It hasn't looked that great. Uh, I do like Davis Mills. He's been able to place decently. Um, the, the game against Denver was pretty close. I like Denver's offense way better than the Bears offense. So I think the Texans are going to be able to go on the road and cover. I said earlier that I think they might actually win the game, but I'm going to take the points at plus three. My second game, I'm going to go Atlanta. Right now it's plus one. And like I said, I think Atlanta's going to win outright. So if you want, you can just hit them with the money line. But um, for the sake of the bet free pick three, we're going to go Atlanta plus one. I think Arthur Smith, like I said, the play designs, he gets Mar Mariota running with that ball. It's hard to stop. Drake London, rookie, popping. Uh, his rookie year, and, and like I said, Kyle Pitts, I think he's going to get going in this one. And my last game, I'm going Baltimore minus two and a half on the road. Vegas knows things that we don't know. They're always close on these spreads for some reason. I don't get it. But I just don't see the Patriots offense being able to keep up. I know the secondary for the Ravens is pretty bad and it's banged up, um, but who scares you on that New England offense that, that's going to move the ball? Um, I, I just I don't see it. I think I see Lamar Jackson having another great day, continue that MVP run, and to get paid at the end of the year, I'm going to go Baltimore minus two and a half. Yep. So that's our six picks, six juicy picks, some some winners. I know Justin, like I said, went two and one last week. I'm on three. I'm trying to trying to fight back and claw my way back to a winning record here. Hopefully we go 3-0. and But to recap, our debt-free pick three picks, Justin has the Chargers, minus 3.5 against Jacksonville, Buffalo minus 5.5 against the Dolphins, and Cincinnati minus 6 against the Jets. I'm going Houston plus 3 against the Bears, Atlanta plus 1 against the Seahawks, and Baltimore minus 2.5 against the Patriots. You know what that means? That's the end of our show. Thanks for listening catch us back for week four and we'll get hopefully a winning week weekend for you this week but for justin matthews i'm mikey clutch this has been the final play and the blitz package coming at you enjoy some football on sunday and monday night you have just tuned into the final play with mikey clutch on chicagolandsportsradio.com it's not just sports it's a way of life.